Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, Prosperity Nation? We're going to have some fun this episode. Uh, I titled this Flip the Switch because I didn't want it to, the, the topic I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit on to look dated in two years or 20 years from now. But really what I'm talking about is how you flip the switch in 2020, uh, specifically right now because we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, worldwide recession, a lot of uh, civil unrest, uh, and just a lot of fear and uncertainty and doubt and people who are really not sure what is going on with their life and how do they get to some resemblance of normal and if you're in the right business like uh, you know a fortunate business like I am where you're a consultant or a speaker or thought leader or author times like this are incredible for people in these professions because we're more in demand than others right and then there's some of you are in, are, are in professions where you're very much out of demand and uh, you're not even working and you're maybe home in, in self-isolation or quarantine and uh, on unemployment or struggling to get by and, and we have the whole range all the way through there, right? But here it is, it's June 2020, uh, we're halfway through the year and uh, I want to talk about how you could just flip the switch if the year has not been a good one for you. And I know for millions of you, the year has not been a good one, right? Uh, so how you could flip the switch and just how you could recenter, refocus, reimagine, and recreate a new reality for the second half of the year. And for you guys who've been fortunate or blessed, like I am, that uh, you've, you've come out of this or are getting through this in a, in a prosperous way, how you can even dial it up even further and just have an extraordinary next six months. Now, why I didn't title it 2020? Because again, you could listen to this in 2022, you could listen to it in 2025 or in 2045, and I think the principle is the same, which is how do you change some certain core foundational beliefs? How do you re reset your mindset? Reset your mindset, let's say. Reset your mind. Reset your, your method of or your process of thinking to create a different process which takes you forward to a better uh, and more successful and more prosperous place. So the premise of this is I want to share with you five books that you read in succession in a condensed period of time. So this, the point of this is not to get five books on your bucket list and you're going to read one now and one in two years from now and but did you assemble the five books together and start 
a marathon that I'm going to get through these five books in this specific order that Randy's suggesting to see what it does to recreate my thinking process. So it's very similar for you guys who got the, um, the Midas mentality, the audio program that I had. Uh, that's kind of a 30-day program on how to uh, reprogram your own mind. So this is kind of a similar process, but instead of an audio program, it's done by reading by five specific books in this specific order. So let's dive into it. Sort of the noise, I'm setting down my, my teacup on the table, and sometimes these sound like rifle shots on these podcasts. Uh, so here's the five books. Number one is uh, my book, Accept Your Abundance. Now, uh, I'm not doing this podcast to hock my books and upsell you. This is a book I wrote 20 years ago or something. Uh, it's, it's not in print. Uh, it's not being published any longer. I'm not going to get any royalties on it. Uh, it is available as an ebook. So if you want to, you can get it at my website, randygage.com. You could, you could get the ebook. But for most of you, you're going to need to do that because the print is out of, like I say, it hasn't been published for some years. And that was, it's part of a five book series on prosperity. And that was the one I always instructed people to read first because it set their mindset up for the other four. And so that one kept selling out in every printing. That one always sells out the first. So if you do want to print one, you have to get on eBay or Amazon and find some reseller that you can uh, you know, convince them to give it out of their, their bookshelf or their collection. You probably have to get a used one. But it's a very short book, a very simple book, simple premise, but it's, it's, I want you to read it first in this process, just as you would in, in the five book series, because it's to, how do I, you know, the best way to describe it is to go back to the title. You, you can't be treated for prosperity. You have to be open to receiving it. And that's the premise of that book. I want to flip the switch in your mind where you recognize and accept without a shadow of a doubt that you deserve to be prosperous, that you were born to be wealthy, that you uh, deserve and are empowered and able to create wealth and prosperity in your life. So that's going to be your first book. And that's really quick. You could read it in a, an hour or two. The second book is very apropos for this because if you read my blog, you know, when I first went into self-quarantine, I approached it with the idea of uh, Thoreau when he went to Walden Pond. And he spent uh, two years and two months there in a cabin that he constructed himself, which I had the, the great honor and joy to go visit uh, some years back. Uh, so that's the second book I want you to read in the process. It's just called Walden, Henry David Thoreau. Um, look for that title, Walden. Originally, I think the first one was Walden, A Life in the Woods. And then there was a version called On Walden Pond. 
but the one Walden, I believe, is the last, the most uh, recent edition, and that was the one with the corrections done to where he had actually marked up the manuscript by hand of some things he wanted to change, and that is the edition that those changes were done. And it's just about his life in the woods, and it's kind of a, uh, there's been kind of a scandal in recent years. It turns out uh, his mother kind of financed him through this process. You know, the book makes it out that he's this hardy woodsman who's, you know, <laughs> hunting for berries and trapping his own food and hunting his own food or whatever. Uh, it turns out his mother was fairly well off and, and was sponsoring him through this process, or at least that's what was coming out in, in social media quite a bit last year. So uh, take that for what it's worth. But I just, I read this book the first time when I was 15 years old, and it had such an impact on my life. And here it is, it's, it's four decades later, and I'm still affected by that book and still just remember it fondly because it's just kind of details a philosophy of living for gratitude, appreciation of the simple things, self-sufficiency, thinking, reflection. Uh, and you know if you follow my work a lot, I, I, I just basically consider myself a philosopher and all my work is, is, is studying philosophy. So I think that's a magnificent book to be the second one in your series. Third one, there's another really easy one, really quick one, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And uh, there is a version As a Woman Thinketh, by the way, but of course it was written in the misogynistic day where it was all about men. But I just, I've always said that I wish this book sold for $50,000 a copy because if somebody paid 50 grand for it, they would read it with the reverence that it deserves. Uh, because it's, it's so simple, yet so profound. And it really shows you the connection between thought and circumstance. And so I just, in this little crazy scientific experiment of mine, I, I'm just working at how this process works on your brain and your, your process of thinking. So you, you kind of open yourself up to the possibilities with accept your abundance. Then Walden takes you on this philosophical journey of self-reflection. And then uh, Alan really gets us into the tangible, practical application, the, the, the absolute connection between what you think about and what you manifest in your life. So that's number three. And then after that, so those are three, uh, well, Accept Your Abundance, very short book, As a Man Thinketh, even shorter book. And then we're going to go to book number four, which is about 87,000 pages. And it's the book Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Now, Tim has two similar books. One is called, ay, 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 what's the other one? Uh, 
masters of tools of Titan and <laughs> oh Lord help me I don't want to carry all this gear into the bedroom and look in the bookcase but uh, it'll come up. but anyway you, you can look it up it's easy enough but he has these two books both of them are huge uh, and Tribe of Mentors is the other one. So Tribe of Mentors and then Tools of Titans. And basically these are um, kind of excerpts taken from all these thousands of podcasts and interviews he's done over the years. And he has some certain questions he always asks, you know, what would you put on a billboard? Uh, what is the book you've gifted the most people? He's got some, some template uh, questions he always answers. And so he's taken the results from all of these hundreds of people and put them in these volumes. So I picked, so you could do either one. They're both amazing books. I've read them both. And the reason I picked Tools of Titans is because it's longer. Because as I was reading both of them, and I mean, they, I, you know, I don't remember how many pages, but they're probably 1,500, 2,000 pages or something. They're very, you know, they're three inch thick books. Um, but I didn't want it to end as I was getting to those last few people that were contributing. I was like, oh no, this book has been so amazing. I mean, I just highlighted, marked up, put stars, circled. I mean, those books are just. Uh, are obliterated with my notes uh, because I just found them so powerful because he really interviewed just he susses out the the habits and the mental processes of just world-class performers and they could be poker players they could be athletic you know Olympic athletes they could be professional uh, NBA or baseball player or someone it could be uh, presidential candidates, it could be philosophers, it just, uh, this whole cross-section of life uh, and people. But the one thing they all have in common is they're brilliant achievers and they're critical thinkers. Uh, and so it's just, uh, that book you're not going to do in an hour or a day or two, but it's worth the journey, I promise. You just uh, and now that you've, you've read the first three, right, and now you're thinking about the connection between what you think about and what you manifest, and then you get exposed to all this wonderful advice in Tools of Titans, it really will electrify you and produce extraordinary results, I believe. And then finally, the fifth book uh, is called The Hard Thing About Hard Things. And this book may surprise some of you, particularly if you've already read it, because it's by Ben Horowitz, the legendary VC uh, founder of Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Uh, and I just think Ben is one of the most intelligent people on the planet. So he has a way of looking at things. So this book, why I say it may surprise some people is because it's really written for founders of companies. And a lot of you listening are not founders and don't have any plans to be founders. And you wonder, well, how is that book applicable to me? I just think it's applicable to everyone because there's so many leadership principles that come across in the book. There's so much great uh, collaboration uh, advice that comes through there, how to build a team, how to work with teams, how to inspire teams, 
and I just think it's one of the most brilliant business books written in the last uh, 10, 20 years. And I think when you go through this process and you even if and, and some of you have read uh, two, three, four of these books, some of you have already read all five. And even if you have, I'm going to suggest, hey, put them all together and do it in order and reread them again and see what it does for you. Because I just think the the process it, that your thinking has to go through when you read them in that order will really make some uh, tangible gains for you in terms of what you're able to manifest out there on the physical plane. So that's some, that's my homework for you this uh, episode. And I know it'll take you a while and that's okay. But uh, particularly if you are in self-isolation or quarantine or you know, I hate to say it, but God, there's some people that have probably come out of it who are going to have to go back into it. And uh, we have a couple, you know, we have a crazy person running the United States and we have a crazy person running Brazil. We have a crazy person running North, uh, North Korea. So there is a, a real danger of this virus really sticking around for a long time because... Uh, it's not being contained, and so it's going to affect a lot of different areas of our life. And you know what? We've got to deal with it. So uh, regardless of where you are on that, or you were in quarantine and now you're out of quarantine and you're back in your daily lifestyle, and I love it and I'm happy for you, I'd still encourage you to go through this process and uh, see where it takes you. And I think it'll take you to someplace really powerful, really profound and really life-changing. All right, go out, be amazing today. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube, Uh, Let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.